entrepreneurs, are you trying to make bigger profits in your small business? Like many of us, I'm sure you're feeling it. Business is still hard. Now more than ever, you need to make sure you have a plan to, not, to help you not just survive, but thrive. I'm Marcia Reiner. I'm a business strategist on a mission, and I've helped tons of small business owners to implement and uh, establish and implement a tangible plan that guarantees sustainability and profitability, and it guides your growth. I want to share with you some strategies that I've earned and learned on today's Profit with a Plan podcast. So my guest today is really excited is Valerie Recor. And Valerie is a productivity coach. She's a time giver and a decision maker. She works with overwhelmed and overcommitted women. <laughs> She's been there. She gets it. She's got two young kids, a husband, and runs a business of her own with an occasional social life, right? She has felt that there is just too much on her plate, um, and she knows it and, and knows how to help us with it. With a background in mental health and corporate training, she is ready to guide you towards a better relationship with time. She loves to travel, looks forward to doing more with her kids as they grow, and on rare occasions, you can find her on the couch or the back porch with a cup of coffee or my favorite, a glass of wine. <laughs> Reading a book. Gosh, when was the last time you got to enjoy that kind of time? Mm -hmm. If you're feeling pulled in too many directions, she's our gal. She's here to help with. Welcome to Profit with a Plan podcast, Valerie. Mm, thank you. I'm happy to be here. Excellent. This is exciting. So, you know, we, we've been in a year, a crazy year of, of being stuck at home, working at home, you know, the new normal kind of stuff. Um, but there's always that balance that we can't seem to grab a full um grab a full life out of or even be more productive at home. So with that in mind, um, what are some of the tips that you can give us that might um, make us more productive as we start to transition maybe back to work and work in the office or working at home more? Mm -hmm, whatever that Crazy looks like. <laughs> no. Sure. Well, and I think when we are working from home, it's easy to lose track of those boundaries between work and anything else. The computer's always there. We can always just be on our phones or our tablets. And so we just are constantly, and I find myself occasionally just checking my work email way too much. I check a personal email and then I immediately follow it up with checking my work email. And I'm thinking, why? It's Saturday morning. I don't need to be doing any of this. And so really putting in those boundaries of, okay, I am done working for today and I'm going to shut my computer down and I'm going to walk away. And maybe there's a ritual in there. Maybe you walk around the block, maybe you go have a kitchen dance party, whatever it is, doing something that kind of signals the end of your work day. Um, I like that. And, and I think in there too, it's, we can always work more, but I think it's knowing the import, what we wanna do every day. What are our priorities? What are the key three to five tasks that need to happen every day to move our businesses forward? What is bringing in the clients, making the money, whatever it is we need to do and focus on those. And then if you get those done by noon, you can keep working. Or maybe if you run your own business, you take the afternoon off because you've gotten those tasks done. Um, and then you can go play for a little while. But I think those like boundaries it. are the, the key part of that because it's easy to do too much and uh, not walk away when you should. I totally agree. And I think with, with us being in, in still in this pandemic kind of world, you know, we lost those boundaries over the mm -hmm. last year plus mm -hmm. of, of saying, 
Well, I got up and I left my bedroom and I went to my desk and then I went to the kitchen and then I went back to my desk and we never really left the home. So those lines got really, mm-hmm. really blurred. And mm-hmm. yeah, you know, okay. I, I had a good day today. I went from the kitchen table to the couch, to the desk, back to the <laughs> dining room table. You know, I experienced some, some freshness, but how do we, how do we keep that? How do we, how do we make sure that we're, we're staying on guard like that? Because, you know, those boundaries are mm-hmm. good to say, but hard to execute on. <laughs> they are. Absolutely. Um, I would start by taking a look at your weekly schedule and maybe doing some time blocking. So maybe it's, you're going to focus on certain tasks during certain days or certain times of the day. You're going to check emails certain times of the day and really blocking that out on your calendar while also leaving room for things who, to come up. You know, I, I will add seven things to my to-do list by Tuesday morning from what looked to be a, an easy week and suddenly I'm going, what just happened? I have so much going on. And so leaving space in your calendar, uh, maybe blocking time off on your calendars if you can. Mm-hmm. So I usually don't, my calendar is blocked off. People cannot schedule appointments with me on Friday, Fridays. I will schedule appointments with others, but I'm in control of that. And so Friday is like my catch-up day. And when I do all my admin or just whatever didn't get done during the week. Um, And then setting timers. I think using timers to do that. Using um, a time timer. I don't have one near me, but it it counts that it shows the time counting down. And it's great with kids, but I use it for myself too. So you could say, I'm going to sit here and work and on this task. we've got this on our watch. We've watches. got this on our phone. It's not like you have to yeah. run out and buy something crazy. No, so. and you don't at all. No, just use a timer. So I'm going to sit and I'm going to work on this task for 30 minutes. And then I'm going to go take a walk. I'm going to, maybe you have a timer that goes off at 4.30 every day. And that's the reminder for you of, okay, I'm going to wrap up my day. I'm going to clean up my desk. I'm going to process a few emails, check my to-do list and schedule for tomorrow. And then I'm going to walk away. And maybe you have a second one that goes off at five to remind you to actually walk away, like get up and leave or whatever time it is that makes sense for you. But use timers to your advantage. My phone dings all the time, reminding me to send my kids back, my five-year-old back to class. So it's just the like, and that's also a reminder for me, okay, she's in in remote learning right now. I'm going to go sit down and work or go do X or Y. And so really use, use your technology use it. Don't let it use you. So put it um, to work for you. And I think timers can be very helpful um, as well as having an analog clock um, somewhere in your office so that you can see, you can visually see. I think we get so used to the digital aspect that we, it's harder to visualize your time. And so if you have a digital or an analog clock in your office, you can see that time pass as well. And that might be helpful. Wow, that's that's really good. You know, um, I have a client that um, we were we were setting on goals and and working on some things, and one of her goal was to go back and look at the calendar and work off of her calendar. Mm-hmm. So many of us get into that reactive mode, right? Where mm-hmm. where we let others drive us, and um, you know, these are tools. These are really useful, helpful tools that are in your computer, on your phone, on your desk that are mm-hmm. blocking that out. Um, I got, I got a mistake the other day by let, I let people into my calendar and I thought I had blocked a time where it Mm -hmm. threw my whole day off because they jumped into a slot that was open that, you know, they can't see that my entire day was full except for that one little slot. And, (laughs) and it really did mess me up. So I love the idea of really setting those boundaries in your calendar Mm -hmm. for you to be able to catch up. 
um, do the things or even just take that time off because I know Absolutely. we find I find we're trying to put that square peg into the round hole. And you just sometimes just yeah. that walk around the block or or you know stepping away from the computer will give us that extra energy we need to do that. So that's really yeah, yeah. You know, it's important. And I and I think I, so. I noticed over the last few months, if I like, I prefer to exercise most days of the week. And I found that if I wasn't exercising by noon, maybe one o'clock, it just wasn't going to happen. And so I actually have blocked off on my calendar this year from 11 to 12. That's my time to exercise. Like that is when I do it during the week because it made, makes the most sense for me. And it doesn't, I don't feel like I have any less work time. It's just, I've shifted my day around so that that's my, that's my time. That's when I'm taking a break. And um, there's so many, you know, listen to podcasts or think about a work problem while you're doing it. So you're not fully maybe stepping away, but. I think that's important yeah. to make time for. That, that is, because when you do that, it frees up that mind, it gets the blood flowing, and then you can come back and attack the mm -hmm. problem. And, mm -hmm. you know, oftentimes we forget about that, you know, where we work through lunch, we grab something, we're sitting at the desk, we're still pounding, mm -hmm. we look up, it's three o'clock, and it's like, holy cow, <laughs> where did they yeah. go? You know? And you need, yeah, I think when you walk away, you, you are more productive, like you, you hit, you can hit that point of diminishing returns of just the more you work the less productive you are because you're exhausted and you need to take those breaks. Yeah, I like that. Okay, so we talked about managing something that, that we really should do, which is our time. Because mm -hmm. it's something we can control, right? There are so mm -hmm. many um, so many forces against us in the world that we cannot control. The one, one of the few things that we can control is what we do during the day and the time. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I like that. So what are some of the other productive things that can get us really working and, and coming out of these challenges that we've been in to make us uh, that much stronger. Mm -hmm. So several things. One, to just take a step back from all of this, take this time to really evaluate where it is you want to, where it is you're headed, where is it you want to go, how is it you want to spend your time, um, and with whom, who do you want to hang out with, and what are, what, how, so we're not, we're not diving right back into pre-pandemic life where we're just hectic and doing everything without intention. Mm. And really taking this time to think about that. Um, how do you wanna be spending your time? What is it you want your business to look like? And how are you gonna get there? What is it you want your personal life to look like? And really starting, I think now is a great time to start taking those steps. What is it you want to be doing and what can you start doing safely now to, to build on that? Uh, is it you know, saving money, building your business, exercising, being outdoors, whatever that might look like, and really taking that time now while we can to move forward into that. Um, and knowing where your time is going right now, I think it might feel strange to track your time in the middle of a pandemic when time just seems to mean nothing anymore. Nobody really knows what's going on. <laughs> right. Um, but really taking that time to know, especially for your business, where you're spending your time. Um, so that you know what tweaks you might need to change. Maybe you think you're not spending any time on social media. You think you're not spending any time with your family, but when you track it, you really find out like, okay, I am actually 
spending time with my family or wow, I'm on social media way too much. No wonder I'm not getting anything else done. (laughs) Right. And, you know, this is, this is a great time to do that Mm reevaluation. You know, I'm a fan of that, you know, you don't just do it in the beginning of the year and then it's done and set Mm -hmm. in stone and off you go. It's something that needs to be touched. Um, You know, your planning and strategies need to be focused on and touched on a regular basis. So, mm-hmm. you know, you may have had those goals that you set at the beginning of the year and maybe they fell off or um, maybe you didn't get to where you thought you would, but it's mm-hmm. also a great time to reestablish those goals and reevaluate and, mm-hmm. and, and figure out where you're going. That's a good point to come in at, at, a, at the second quarter, at the, mm-hmm. the third quarter, the fourth quarter, you know, at any time during the, the time that you set the goals to, you know, completing the goals, you can reevaluate. Absolutely. Pull yourself back on track again. Yeah. Things are going to shift and you may need to, yeah, either pull yourself back on track or just shift something completely different. Hey, this isn't going to work out this year. I'm going to move it, just put it in the back burner and I'm going to focus on this other goal that I know I can, that makes more sense or whatever that looks like. But it really taking that time, I think to, to evaluate on a regular basis so that we can, can shift what we're doing and get back on track wherever we need to. Absolutely. Yeah. Those things, those, we know that, you know, Pandora box opens, um, you know, you, you, you go one path and all of a sudden you're realizing, holy cow, I got 10 more things to do over here that maybe you didn't account mm-hmm. for. And so, or that's a very um, productive or profitable direction. Let's add more to that. So that reevaluation mm-hmm. time is good. Absolutely. So when you're reevaluating, um, what are some of the tools that you can do in your business to, to keep that reevaluation going frequently? Is there mm-hmm. like a, a calendar time? Do you schedule it? You know, what are your thoughts on that? I would recommend scheduling time um, either quarterly, maybe monthly, if that makes sense for you. Um, no more than six months, at least three months, every three months, um, schedule that time. And it might feel like, oh, I can't take this hour, these three hours to kind of take off, to take a step back, but it's going to save you time in the long run to reassess, to take that time, kind of have a little board retreat with yourself and really just take some time to focus on all of that because you're going to realize where you've fallen off track, what isn't working. Um, how, how are you spending your time? Maybe you track your time for a week or two before you take that time. And so then you step back, you, you block some time on your calendar and you take a morning or an afternoon to just really evaluate what you're doing, where your time is going and say, hey, okay, this process isn't working or it's taking too much time or maybe this process is really important, but I need to outsource it. I don't have time to do my own social media. Maybe I need to just let somebody else do this because this piece is important and I don't have time. Um, or, or that's not the best use of my time. Right. Something that else is. Also yeah. as well. Yes. Um, so it's just really evaluating that. And I think doing that every few months as a business owner is fabulous. And maybe in January, you block it off for the entire year. You just get those on your calendar. These are when I'm taking my days to just have a retreat by myself, curl up in a cozy corner of your house or wherever, you know, whatever makes sense for you and take that time and and really process, check in with your goals and your visions and, and make sure that you are spending your time focused on that. Absolutely. You know, that's, yeah. that's it about, that's the magic thing. I think that people forget about the productivity is, is, you know, we just get into habits and routines and we just chug along and we think, mm-hmm. um, you know, if I just do more 
or if I just am a little bit better at it where, you know, instead of taking an hour, it takes me 40 minutes or it takes me a half hour. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the wrong, that's the wrong thought process in my mind. And you brought up a couple of really good points that, that bring it to, it just may not be the right time for you for you to do that. Or it may be Mm -hmm. that you need to delegate it or, or you might've not realized that you're spending all this time over here when you thought you were spending it over there, but it's that reevaluation thing Mm -hmm. that I think really, really helps out. Um, All right. So what are, what are some of the other ideas that you can help us get um, used to keep the productivity flowing as we start to move through the year and, and, and keep these things moving in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Um, another one would be timing your tasks. So what are the things that you do on a regular basis in your business and in your personal life that you need to make time for? And so a couple examples would be like emptying the dishwasher. I feel like I am always emptying the dishwasher, especially now that we're all home and like eating at home so much. It's We run our dishwasher way too much. It feels like But in reality, it takes me five minutes to empty it. Maybe 10 to 15 if I empty it and load the dishes that have collected on the counter since last time. Um, Things in your business, how long does it take you to sit down and write a blog post or do your social media or write a monthly report or write some contract for a client? Whatever it is that you do on a regular basis, time it. And maybe you need to time it a few times to get an average, like a good sense of how long it takes you so that you know, okay, I need to block two hours off every Tuesday morning to do this monthly or um, weekly report or some client contracts or whatever that looks like in your, in your world and make that time. Or it might be that it feels like it's going to take you three hours, but it really takes you half an hour. You just procrastinate or obsess about it for so long that it just feels like a bigger project. And sometimes just that first step is a really big piece there. So timing your tasks can also be very helpful. Um, Let's see, there was another one that just escaped my mind. So timing your tasks and- um, So so when we're timing that task, um, you know, I'm a big fan of systems and processes. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, if you're gonna find that like you've obsessed about it, you worried about it, you don't like it, it took you three hours when the actual task itself took you 30 minutes. And we talked already about potentially delegating it. Um, This might be a good time for you too to create those systems and processes so Mm -hmm. you can delegate it, you know, Mm -hmm. like writing a standard operating procedures. So, Mm -hmm. you know, this is the formatting that I want, or this is the steps I take when I onboard my client, or these are the steps that I take after the client meeting. I go through this, 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 and that, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever your processes that you repeatedly do all the time, you know, make, make the notes on it, um, figure out how you can improve it, right. Mm -hmm. Whether you're delegating or not, but that improvement improvement will put more time back in your day. Mm -hmm. Right. Absolutely. And then if you have that checklist or those operating procedures, it makes it easier for the next time that even if that you do it. So I have a whole checklist of things that I do when I'm working on my social media, like where is it documented? How am I scheduling it? Like, what am I looking at? Where am I getting my ideas from? And this checklist helps me make sure that I'm, I'm doing all of that. And so that it's quicker and easier to do next time. Um, Yeah. I think documenting that is definitely helpful. So what do you think you, you brought up another thing that kind of is a, is a time. um, I want to say 
time killer or maybe a false time killer is we make a list Mm -hmm. and then we made a list of the things that we've already done, right? Oh, I did this one. So I can write that down (laughs) and put a line through it. You know, you start cheating on your list and stuff. Um, Talk to me a little bit more about lists and how you can make that productive and beneficial as a win kind of situation. Yeah, there are so many different ways to do that. So first, I would start with what's what I call it, or I don't call it, a brain dump. So just sit down and get everything out of your head because your brain is not meant to hold all of your ideas and your to do's and your tasks and appointments. It all just get it out of your head onto a Word document, onto a piece of paper, wherever you whatever makes sense for you. And it, there needs, it doesn't have any rhyme or reason, just get it all out of your head. And then you can go back once you've done that and look at it. What is it that makes, what is it that's on your list? And then you can start to organize that into a couple of different ways. So one would be by um, where sort of the topic. So it might be errands that you need to run. It might be a list of phone calls you need to make or emails you need to respond to. And you don't have to split them by work and personal in that case. So you know you're gonna sit down and make a bunch of phone calls on Thursday. You have all those phone calls are already listed. And so you can just sit down and like knock those out as it makes sense. Same for emails. Maybe it's sitting down and processing a certain number of emails or flagged emails or whatever that might look like or errands as well. Um, or it might break it down by like work you do with your computer and work you're going to do off your computer in a meeting. Um, So breaking that down, you can look at it in terms of due dates. So what is it that's coming up soon? What are bigger projects that I need to break down into smaller steps? So you don't want to just have, like if you have a presentation you're giving in three months, don't just write down the name of that presentation that needs to be and put that on your calendar and then break down all the steps of what you need to do so that you are making progress and preparing for that presentation. You don't want to just a week before be like, oh, I have to book this flight and I have to do this or that. And I still haven't right. written this presentation. I don't know that like you've been steadily working towards that because you've broken that project down. Um, that was I several. Think in anything we do in the yeah. business, breaking it down into bite-sized chunks. My mom used to say, mm-hmm. you, you know, you can't eat an elephant in one bite. So start at the tail and start working your way through it. Yeah. So, you know, any project that you can do or e- even your daily task, if you break them down mm-hmm. into this is what I got to do in the morning. This is what I've got to do in the afternoon. This is mm-hmm. what I've got to do on Monday. This is what I got to do on Thursdays. You know, mm-hmm. you break them down and, and make it into some sort of a habit or rhythm that you do. Mm-hmm. And then it becomes easy. You know that on Thursday morning, you've got to do X, Y, and Z. Yep. Um, I like yeah. that. I like that. So my first yeah. thought that came to mind was that you rank them, you know, and mm-hmm. you rank them from this yeah. to that. But I like how you broke them out and mm-hmm. you broke them down and you moved them into categories that made sense. That's, that's, that's a good idea. And you don't want to work it. off of just one master list because your brain is going to be so overwhelmed. So pull some out. So I'll have my list of things of to do is for the month. And I sit down, I do most of my planning on Fridays for the following week. And I think, okay, this week or next week, I don't have a whole lot of scheduled meetings. So I'm going to put in these big projects that I need to work on. And I'm going to maybe block time off on my calendar so that that time stays clear. And like, this is the time I'm going to sit down and work on this presentation. And so then I know that I'm making progress for those on those steps. And then when you, when it's broken down a little bit smaller, let's say, 
Tuesday morning. I didn't sleep all the night before. I'm worn out. My kids are cranky. Something I I know what's on my never list happens. for the week never happens. Never no, happens. We always sleep Things well. No way. <laughs> but I so I know. Okay, I, this isn't going to happen today. But I this other task was on my Wednesday to do list. I'm going to do that today. I'm going to switch things around. So maybe I'm working on something a little bit easier, but I'm still making progress. But because I have everything documented and loosely scheduled for the week, I can shift where I need to, or I'm going to sit down Tuesday and just like, all right, no, I actually have to get this done. I'm just going to have to sit down and knock it out and and do it and just be, be done with it. Take a bite out of that elephant. Right. <laughs> it's a nice visual, right? You're thinking this gigantic yes. elephant that goes on the ugly stuff first. You start at the tail. Mm-hmm. You just um, gotta go somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, you do. And I think I think that's it. Um, many of us have um many of my clients have this problem. You know, they put these big tasks, arduous tasks on their to-do list, and then they're like, oh, can't do it, you know. Mm-hmm. But they can if they broke them down into smaller tasks like that mm-hmm. in in um, appetizer styles or snack styles, you know, <laughs> if we're, we're talking food, um, you know, just smaller versions of it that they can do that and start to get that win and that feeling of saying, oh, I checked this off my list or I completed this or whatever that reward is. And speaking of rewards, mm-hmm. I mean, you if you did it, you know, you could say if you make it through here, I'm going to take Friday afternoon off and go yep. go golfing or spend mm-hmm. time with my family or spa or whatever, you know, rocks your boat. So mm-hmm. read that yeah. book. Yeah. Yeah. That's um yeah, I had a client a couple of years ago who had we were working on her to-do lists and how to kind of get her motivated and and stop procrastinating on things and one of her tasks was LASIK. That's all it said was LASIK. It's like, "Well, your brain is going to look at that and have absolutely no idea what next step is that you need to take." So that is a project and you need to write that down. She needed to track down some insurance card and some money and make appointments like you need to document that what all of those tiny little steps are so that each week or each day you can make one take one step because otherwise your brain looks at that and it's like i don't even know what to do with that i'm gonna go over here and do something else right and then it never happens and so it's those tiny steps are, are what it's what's going to help move you forward you know, that's that's another really, really great productivity trick or hack you can do with it. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got this big goal or this big project. Maybe it's redesigning your website or maybe it's, you know, um, going through your email list or maybe it's, um, you know, something that's really big that's going to take a lot of time. Maybe it's calling old clients. You know, if you just break it down into smaller mm-hmm. every day, okay, I'm going to do, I'm going to, I'm going to look up my new, uh, a new logo, or I'm going to um, look up what colors seem to be more attractive towards, you know, my ideal customer, mm-hmm. or I'm going to write the front page of, or the about me page. And, you know, you just, it's not the big thing of doing the whole mm-hmm. website, you know, but it's taking one section out of that and, mm-hmm. and just, and just knocking it off your list. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause it's so you easy know, to procrastinate otherwise, and you just don't want to do it because it's, feels like it's not, it's not rocket science here what we're talking about <laughs> folks these are little <laughs> things every day you know duh we know these things mm-hmm. but we forget about them because we're so messed up by trying to be in the hustle of mm-hmm. being a business owner wearing 25 different hats um telling giving someone's orders or or asking people to help or or you know your staff to help we get all messed up in that and realize that 
again, the one thing we can control is our time and our productivity. And these are some fabulous ideas on ways to manage that in a way to get more done. Mm -hmm. Loving this idea. And it's just, again, right there in front of you. <laughs> you just gotta be reminded how to use them. We do. Well, I think we just, we, we get so into knocking tasks off our to-do list that we don't think about what it is that we're doing. And it's something that even I struggle with. And I just the last couple of weeks have really been focused on, okay, are the tasks on my to-do list for today and this week actually what I need to be doing? Are they moving me forward? Are they moving my business forward? Are they moving my family forward? And if not, why are they there? Mm. And really focusing on, are these truly important or are we just doing things because we feel like we need to be doing them or doing them in place of something that we should be doing. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Big ahas here. <laughs> these are, these are really good points. And I think having an intentional direction and always evaluating the thing that's on our list, the thing that's on our calendar, that to do that we have to do every day. Is it moving my business forward? Is it moving mm -hmm. my family forward, my relationships forward? Is it moving me mm -hmm. forward so I can be more to everybody else? I mean, that's a big piece that us women, you know, self, self-induced, you know, we put these huge loads on our back and say, I'm going to carry them up there to prove that I can, you know, and <laughs> yeah, I feel like that could be a whole other podcast, whole other discussion, <laughs> several, several, but, Probably but in several. the, but in, but in the, in the circle of things, when we're looking at our daily activity, and weekly activity. We really shouldn't look at our annual activity because that's too big, but we look mm -hmm. at little bites like your daily and weekly load that you put on there. I think that's the fabulous key. Mm -hmm. And the point that we, we wanna drill in on is, is it moving me forward? Yeah, yeah. you keep those big goals and that vision in, in the back of your mind or documented somewhere and you make sure that the tiny steps you take every day are getting you there. Um, and then the, the check-in to make sure that that you're still headed on the right track and yeah love it love <laughs> it Valerie thank you so much this has been great so I know you've got this is this is what you do this is this is your gig this is your hustle this is mm -hmm. you know how you help people and your value to the world how can listeners find out more about you Absolutely. They can uh, join my newsletter if they'd like. Um, I've got a, a wonderful document I can share with anybody who contacts with contacts me on a procrastination because I know we all suffer from it sometimes. And so just really <laughs> me, me too on occasion. Um, so really just looking at, at how to, to get past that. Um, you can send me an email for that. Check out my website and follow me on social media. Um, my newsletter and social media are really where to, to dive into who I am and what how I can help you and support you. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you. So um, what, uh, give us your, give us your website address. Mm -hmm. It is homemostsimple.com. And it's the same um, for uh, social media as well. You can track me down under the same name and um, yeah, come check Excellent. me out and Yay. hear from you. <laughs> good, good. Well, this has been super valuable and yes, I know it's a perfect time in the year to come back and go, how can we keep those, how can we get that momentum going and, and be mm -hmm. more efficient and effective in our business? And, and I love it. So this has been great. Absolutely. Thank, Thank you, you for having me.
Absolutely. So thanks for listening today, listeners. I hope you found a few ideas to put into your business that will help your business become more profitable. And again, even in your family and your home life, you know, it's a, it's a balance that we all need to have uh, to, to be more profitable. So considering what has happened to businesses over the last year or so, now more than ever, it's even more important for you to create your own profit plan so that you too will have a thriving business. I've got six easy action tips that you can put into your business immediately, any time of the year that can make a big impact. So go pick those up at failproofbiz, that's B-I-Z.com. And Valerie and I would love to hear any questions you have or feedback, and then even ideas for future shows. So comment uh, down below and please subscribe. Uh, we would love to have you as part of our uh, podcasting world here. And as always, you can catch Profit with a Plan on any of your favorite podcast players. And we're looking forward to more great profitable information on next week's show. So until then, make your plans and profit with them. Thanks, Valerie.